1: Welcome back. Final hour of the Saturday Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers, powered by 100 Years of Innovation. Jill's in for Missile today. Justin Horro is alongside me. The text line number 0457 736 736. We'll get back to your texts in a moment because, uh, Scope, we've got a very special guest on the line. 292 top grade appearances in the NRL. 24 tests for Australia. 13 origin appearances for the Blues. He'll be champing at the bit for Wednesday night. I, speak of your, I won't call me a better half. I'll call me your equal. My co-host, but I call call him him? Jules.
2: I call him the OG because he's been there, done that, done it at the highest arena, and and just like Origin, mate. So, it's obviously uh, very grateful to have my partner from Levels Network on, uh, Willie Mason. Hello, OG. How are you guys? You good? Very good, OG, Uh, mate. uh,
0: Sorry, mate. Where's uh, did um, did I hear that the missile was missing? Where is he?
1: Dancing with the stars, Willie. You shake her there. <laughs> I love it. Six you know foot what, five and full of sequence.
0: The day you see me on Dancing with the Stars sitting there getting critiqued by someone from my cha-cha is the day I've given
2: up Uh, I think Mace Mace has said he's had a a few good nights out with the Missile before, so maybe he thought Missile was feeling a bit crook this morning, not not on Dancing with the Stars. He's
0: a good man, Missile. He's He's a Bulldog supporter as well. Port Macquarie boy, good man.
2: Yeah, Yeah. how good. Hey, Mace, um, Jules was asking me before, but you know better than anyone. He was asking me about Tevita Pangai Jr., uh, what sort of... Um, information would you be given? If you were in and around Blues camp, we had Mary McGregor on before the assistant coach for the Blues. What sort of information would you be given to Davida to before the game or are you just happy to just let him go out there and, and do what he does best?
0: Well, you've got to give him some sort of information. You can't sit there. I mean, with some vets, you know, just say with, uh, you know, Teddy. You're not really going to give Teddy that much information, are you? Because he's played 15 games. But this, this kid's a rookie. He's never been out in that arena. It's a totally different arena, so he needs to understand that. So, you know, just talking to him, I've, I've had plenty of words um, all week to talk to him. Just say, look, it's just another level above. It's exactly how you play. You know what I mean? Like, iron sharpens iron. He's, he's playing with the best of the best. And I said, it'll it'll test you. It will test you everything. You know, those inside balls when you think you're going to clock off. It'll happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like Walsh will be there. These Queenslanders are a different breed when they get that jersey. There's no friends. And he has that already. He has no friends on, on the field anyway. So, he has that mentality. Just let everything out. They're going to start him. He's going to be aggressive as so hell. I said, You get away with a little bit more on Origin, which is exactly how he mm. plays. He's, he's a redliner. you will sit there, he'll mm. teeter on like getting, getting <laughs> nearly getting set off and, you know, a high shot. I said, Don't no, let that slide. I said, You'll handle it physically. It's the mental part. Yeah. It just doesn't stop. It does not stop for 80. Minutes. So prepare yourself. If it's 40 minutes, if it's 50 minutes, if it's first 20, go all out, empty the tank, and just don't leave anything in there and take yourself you got to take yourself to a dark place. You hear a lot of forwards say that. David Dearest, saw that. You take yourself to that dark place where you've got to make that origin, that origin run, that origin moment. You've got to make your own origin moment. You know what I mean? So there's little things like that. I just, and I said, look, it's fast as hell. And it just doesn't stop. So whatever the fastest game you've played in, kid, double it. And then it's just that for 80 minutes.
1: Mate, just stop. just looking at the side that they picked, a strike back line, uh, TPJ, we mentioned Hudson Young in there, sort of a foil for that. Uh, Having a look at that selection, what sort of game are you expecting? Because uh, Jaz and I were saying it, it's almost like they're putting all their eggs in one basket, going hard because they've got to win in Adelaide because they don't want to have to save the series in Game 2 in Queensland. No, you don't.
0: You want to get down there. You want to ambush them down there. Like Game 1, it's hard to predict this Game 1. You know, like we've seen some blowouts in Game 1, Game 2. So, you know, they're going to play that game that picked a very mobile, physical side. Yeah, you know, TPJ is a very physical person. Him and Payne Haas, they work good together. Now, look at that bench. If you've got Angus, I mean, um, Liam Martin and uh, Cam Murray off the bench, they can plug and place very well. You know, TP can even drop back to the back row. you got Isaiah Yo. you put Cam Murray in the lot. Everyone can play big minutes, and everyone can play everywhere along the field there. And then, you know, you've got Nico Hines who can play everywhere. Like, like mm. What if Nico Hines can play lock easily? If 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 any if you know you got to you got to put in the coaches really need to understand like HIA is here and it happens and it happens in Origin you know you know you're bound to get a head knock and one kid could uh, you know an Isaiah Yo could be out or one of your big guys like Cam Murray or some they could be gone for the whole game. Nico Heinz could slide in there easy. That's why he's there. That's probably why he got the nod over Cookie.
2: you told. Sorry, mate. Are you finished, Mace? Sorry, mate. Mace. You told one of the great yarns on our podcast, Levels Network, um, about the story with Gordon. Tell and the, and the mind games that come with that, right? So, Gordy gets after you. You're a young pup, uh, and trying to yeah. throw you off because he's seen you as a threat. You're, you're looking at the Queensland team. If you were playing for New South Wales now, who are you trying to throw off in that pack? Is there someone in particular that that you'd like to get after, or or is it like you know someone after, in the back? I'd like
0: I'd like to get after Flegler. Like just say like I'd like to see Kane yeah. Hart go after. I'd like to see Payne Haas go after Carrigan and Flegler because that'll set the standard for the rest of that team. They're like, shit, Payne is going over after his own boys. This is no rules. We're, oh, we're all yeah. in. We're all in. So if, if Payne Haas needs to own Origin, This is the only level he hasn't owned. And I'm looking forward to it. I told, told on the Levels podcast, I'm like, he's like, my man for like Wally Lewis medal. He needs to really stamp his authority. Say, look, I'm the best forward in the world. I'm going after that. like that Kobe Bryant when he went after Pau Gasol in yep. that um, Olympics. He's got to set the standard really early. Go up. He's a very, very mild-mannered kid paint. But if you see that happening, and if you're paint, and if you're J, and if you're Hudson Young, you're like, wow, all right, we're going. No yeah. rules. Yeah.
1: It's like Artie on the Crow Origin One, The paramedical exactly. team, mate. Bang, just clocks him. To, yeah.
0: You really just got to go, and 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 that epitomizes the whole of Origin, right? That stands that that was the standard. Mate versus mate, state versus state goes back to when when Artie hit Nick Cronin. It all started from there. So I'd I'd love to see that. I'd love to see him go at it.
1: You know, it's interesting you're talking about the bench. Gus once said when he's picking origin teams, he almost picked his bench first. Right, and then built it. Because yeah. who do we need if somebody goes down, as you said, Mace, after 30 seconds or one minute or whatever, who could potentially play 80 or who's a game-breaker? So, you know, Bedsy does 30 tackles, you know, get Craig Wing on that sort of thing. Uh, do you like mm-hmm. the makeup of this bench compared to Queensland? Queensland's bench is very strong too, I might
0: add. They are very strong, but I like, I like out. We're, we're more balanced. You know, if you can have Cam Mar- Murray and Liam Martin were two starting back rows for our Australian team. They're on the bench for New South Wales. So understand that at like the end of, end of last year, though, I had two guys. Well, actually, Cam Murray was and Angus. So Angus Crichton was starting left back row, wouldn't he? So you know he's, he's he's a top seventeen player in the world, and we've got those two guys on our bench. So I think we just have a bit more versatility, and they're very tough players. It's not like you got these guys they want they want all the fancy stuff. Liam Martin's a dog. Hmm.
2: Yeah, Mace. We're talking about the forward packs there in the bench. Uh, you know, you played in some really good teams with some really good back lines. But imagine having Tommy Trevojevic and, and Latrell Mitchell in the centres where you get those guys, we were talking about it right at the start, me and Jules, where I think it was Teddy took play one, then Turbo took play two, then Teddy took play three, and and then Turbo took four in 2021. It would be nice to have a couple of backs like that uh, cutting the ball up and, and almost playing like extra forwards in, in this day and age.
1: Mace, nice. we lost him. He's gone bye bye. That's, that's a right. Real show. Some really
2: good insight there from mate. the OG. I'll we'll uh, The OG.
1: He can't talk, can he?
2: He's mate. He's the yeah. best, and because he's got such good footy IQ, that's the the beauty of what we're doing at Levels Podcast, Levels Network. Um, I love doing that stuff with Mace, because every episode I'm finding out new new little bits. Uh, the story the other day we what I was alluding to with Mace he had an interaction with Gordy Tellus that I'd never heard from Mace I've known Mace for like 10-15 years yeah. and he tells this story about Gordy Tellis telling him he's not ready even though they'd played together for Australia leading into that origin they got to the scrum and he said you're not ready for this boy and I, like Mace has got all these sorts of stories he's literally been there at every level so I appreciate him calling in he's uh, my partner at Levels uh, Levels Network Levels Podcast so uh, it's big getting Mace in and, and that that's the sort of insight you get when you, when you get Mace on
1: you know it's fun I think it was Mark Coyne. Sorry, no, it was Brad Mackay told the story about Origin Camp. He says, oh, yeah. And we, and the Queensland, I think it was Brad Mackay, walk, they go for their Origin walks, their morning walks, and the Queensland team were doing it as well. So Coyne's one of my good mates. We're, we're tight. We played all these years together at the Dragons. So I walk past, hey, Coyne. Didn't look at him, brushed him. Ignored him like he didn't even exist. I said that was a Queensland mentality. Imagine your bestie, then your opposition don't even give him the time of day. Not even home in our you?
2: Well, that's the beauty of origin, right? State versus state, mate versus mate. Um, Mace is just texting me, asking me what happened. It just cut out. It must have been the phone. He's saying it from his end as well. He's texting me, it just cut out. So I cut out from our end. But um, yeah, he he used to talk about his relationship with Nate Miles. Um, Those two went head to head. Uh, They were teammates at, at Bulldogs early on and because they we're really good friends, but whenever it come time to origin, uh, he would have a bit of a target on Nate Miles because you know that's that that's what sort of brought out the best in him.
1: Uh, cookie from Newtown on the text line scope a back row of Young, Olaotu and Murray in the middle would worry Queensland a lot more than what we are offering. Game one, I think it's time to think about what would worry Queensland more. And what would cause them to game plan around rather than just worrying about combinations?
2: Yeah, I would have had Ola Kwartu as part of my team. Yeah. Uh, probably not in the starting lineup. But I would have had him on the bench. Um, I had, uh, I did have Hudson Young to begin with. Who do I have on the right? I had Liam Martin starting. So I had Liam Martin starting the game and Ola Kwartu on the bench. Um, and therefore, I think it was maybe Tavita Panglai that would have missed out on my 17. But Did you have Jake?
1: In your 17.
2: I did have yeah. Jake in my yeah, 17, right yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was before I found out about the injury. And then obviously he came off in the Canberra Raiders game and didn't finish the game. So um, that's obviously played into the decision with with Freddie. And I think there was communication between between Jakey making that decision.
1: Good on you, Cookie. You know, Wally Lewis told the story. He said we'd go through the New South Wales team list and every time they didn't pick Kenny at 5-8, they'd be cheering. Mm. So it's interesting you go, there. who do you not want to play? Who do you just think, I don't want to play this guy?
2: Yeah, right. yeah, I'd imagine that there's, there'd be a couple like that. And and uh, I know Cherry Evans it will be happy that his he's teammate on, on the right edge there for Manly, Ola Kuwaitu, is not playing. Uh, I think he was asked that a couple of weeks ago, like you said.
1: 0457 736 736 the text line number. It's time for Week in Review.
2: Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week
1: with the Mowers Week in Review. Okay... You know, PVL is big on this, kicking off the season in Las Vegas there on the Glitter Strip. Do you like this? Yay or nay no for you? I start? do. I,
2: yeah. I'm not. Maybe if I'm, I'm not a coach, if I'm, I'm, not if a I'm Mary fan McGregor fan. back in the day, but um, there could be potential that me and Mace are heading over there and, and getting amongst it. So I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of getting over there in Vegas. And, oh, they're one of the
1: gambling revenue, don't they?
2: Oh, I'd oh. imagine, yeah. I'd imagine that's a big play in it, and um, there'll be a lot of money thrown around, and... Um, yeah, I don't know how you know. I know a few of the clubs have put their hands up, but
1: yeah, because yeah, they want know. a jaunt, mate. That's what. Oh, no, it's for the good of the game. Don't buy that. This BS narrative about growing the game—it's nonsense, mate. It's all about cash.
2: Oh yeah, me. I'm not. The, that hasn't drawn me in one bit. All that chat—it's more. Um, I'm gonna go talk a little bit of footy and then, you know, maybe have a little bit of fun uh, around and around the pool parties.
1: Have you been to Vegas?
2: I have, yeah, yeah it's good. For ride. way too long. Yeah. You know, it's I funny, did five I... days or five nights is way too long. It's
1: I agree. I reckon three's enough. You just pull it in. Yeah. Did Two. you go on that was the top of it was, was, was the Stratus Tower, the one that's got that that ride where you slide and it kind of stops you and you are got to fall off it? No,
2: the boys that's did. The boys yeah, went on that in day ride, three and there were some hilarious pictures that we got out of that, but that was just not for me, mate. I didn't even consider that uh in the slightest. I was well, if I wasn't, if I wasn't having fun, I was recovering from having fun. Put it that way.
1: <laughs> uh, Jason Riles firming as the next Dragons coach to take over from the interim. at Ryan Carr after Anthony Griffin was given his marching orders. Could be at the Dragons, according to this, uh, within the next week. Now, the Roosters mm. have said, okay, fine, bye-bye, see you later. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Sticking point at the moment in terms of how he sets up his footy department, five-year contract. Uh, I, I don't like the idea of five-year contracts, unless you're a Wayne Bennett, uh, certainly not for a, a rookie coach. But I'd be okay with three and performance clauses inserted into that.
2: Well, there's a few things that come into that. Obviously, when when you've been – like a club like the Dragons, who have been sort of churning over coaches in the last – what? In the last 10 years, they've probably had three different coaches. So when you, when you come into a club like that, probably he's in a position – It's almost you know, as a rookie coach, he's almost in a position of power, right? Where they're you know, that seems like they're pretty keen to get him involved. Um, He's a he's a junior. uh, He's had successful years there playing, uh, and he's done his apprenticeship under you know, arguably two out of the three best coaches of the last 20 years and Craig Bellamy and Trent Robinson in terms of success. So um, he's done a great apprenticeship and, you know, I'm sure the Dragons are keen to get him. Five years is a lot, but you'd almost want that security if you're Jason Rose before you go into a job like that.
1: I know they're not getting the wins on the board, but this is not a basket case club that many – that the the raw numbers would suggest. Mm. Given their pool of talent and that huge nursery of talent, in the Illawarra region, 28 points they finished on last year, 12 wins, 12 losses. You know, they, they had a stretch of, what, five, six games where they scored as many, if not more, tries in the opposition, lost every one of them. If they had three more wins to their name they're actually in top eight contention. Such is the compressed nature of the ladder. I'm not saying they deserve to be. My point is this idea that they're at rock bottom, they're not getting pumped by 60 points. This is not a team that is as bad as some people make them out. to Yeah, there are issues at the front office and the back office, no doubt. But I think there's a lot of upside. And if you as a former player can come back and turn this club around and restore pride in the most recognisable symbol in the game of rugby league, uh, your stocks will soar.
2: Well, you know, a big part, a big part of what you mentioned there is the nursery down, in the, in particular down the south coast. South coast, it's a really strong competition down there. Participation is still nice and strong. So I'd imagine the thought process of bringing a guy like Jason Rolls back, who knows the region really well, um, you come through the system, like I said, that'll be a big part of identifying all the best youngsters and making sure you're holding on to them because they've got some really good youngsters coming through that have already developed into first graders. It's about bringing out the best of them and um, and making sure you get making sure the best juniors out of the South Coast are staying in the South Coast in particular.
1: I know you're a rap on Josh Schuster, aren't uh, you? Manly star says he will soon be the best player in the game. They don't lack confidence these blokes. I mentioned I, I spoke to Seves last week, the you know, down in Canberra, and he said he's very confident in that game. You know, which he said Josh is back, and there was a bit of talk about Josh and his time away uh, from the first grade squad about conditioning and the rest of it. And, you know, D.C., gave him a little bit of a serve in the media, but he said it was always part of the plan. When you were going to get him back, when you get him back good. Spud we worked with him on a Thursday night. He's been working with Spud. His attitude's been outstanding. Yep. And he was great against the Raiders.
2: He was. He's, he gave him that real balance in the team. So you've got, you know, obviously Daly Cherry Evans, who's predominantly on the right side. his right side half. And you've got Ola Kawatu, very dangerous. They become very reliant on that right edge for a little bit there when Schuster was out. When Schuster comes back, they've got that option on the left. And it doesn't matter who's outside of him. Tommy loves floating in and around uh, Joshy Schuster, and he, for a guy that does the no look pass, where he, um, you know, some players try to do it and they just can't nail it. He seems to get it right more times than not. So it's a real skill, nice little art, and he really opens up both sides of the field for Manly.
1: As we say, said back in the day, hands like Noxie. The, the great Randwick and Wallabies five out David Knox, uh, who he couldn't tackle. With these magic hands, like light fingers, no look, bang, touch, gone. Nice soft hands. Yeah, hands like Noxy, Jared Ray Hargrove's Daniel Tupo signing for another year at the Chookies.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a couple of big signings. Uh, Roosters aren't going as well uh, as a lot of people expected. Um, there were question marks around whether they'll these two were going to stay on, especially with. Uh, The inclusions this year of Spencer Lienu and Dom Young in particular, Mm. both two really young guys in their position. So it looked like the writing was on the wall for either a tap on the shoulder and go, you know, it might not be here uh, this year. But uh, those two guys are great roosters and um, probably not going to be on as big a money as they would have been on in the past. But that's the beauty of the roosters and um, the strength in and around that club that they're able to hold on to players like this who might play for a little bit less than what they would – and other clubs and able to still get big signings in, in the two that I mentioned before, the yeah, former.
1: And the West Tigers want to return a suburban footy scope in 2024. I'll tell you what. I mean, Leichhardt, funnily enough, hasn't been the fortress that people make it out to be. It was last week yes. against the Cowboys, but uh, they want to play more games that split between Leichhardt and Campbelltown.
2: Well, see, that's the, a part of uh, the the poor start to the West Tigers at the start of the year. They were able to get two to three games at the start of the year at Leichhardt and really were underwhelming. Um and then they only – I think they've only got maybe one more game outside of the one that they played against the Cowboys at Leichhardt. So I do like the old suburban grounds. I much prefer to play at a capacity of 15,000 than having 25,000 at Acor. Um, yes. It's just – there's a whole different feeling about playing at those uh, suburban grounds. Um, most notably, you know, I played at, you know, at Manly at Brookie Oval on on a Sunday Arvo, um, 20,000 people compared to, like I said, when we played finals footy or – um, yeah, any any uh, away games against the Bulldogs or whatnot at Acor Stadium where it just felt like there was hardly anyone in there with the yeah. 20,000 that we were playing in front of.
1: And further, I mean, it's the design of the stadium as well. Yeah. Because yep. the, 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 the slow gradient or the low gradient, you know, from the Olympics. So even the 20,000, you're so far from the action. See, I, I'm a believer that looking to the future to, you know, you need, as Peter Valange would say, these sort of mini Banquests I think, and I think more than one team can play them. Like at Combank, let's talk about Penrith playing a couple of games there. You know, the Tigers, the Bulldogs occasionally. I think you need a littering of those around Sydney. Yeah, I agree. Which are a good 25,000 capacity, maybe 30. They're steep, easy to get a beer, easy to get a bucket of chips. Uh, you're not far from the action. The access is second to none. Well, I think that is the future.
2: Yeah, and even Allianz, right, with South Sydney. Yeah. I know the Roosters reluctant to let them play at Allianz because they must have put a little a bit of money into it. But it'd be better for the game that South are playing more games there because... Visually, uh, at the game and as players, it just feels a lot better to be playing at a a packed Allianz compared to uh – 20% 20% capacity, Acor Stadium.
1: Agreed. Now, after the break, do yourself a favour. So, anything that you enjoyed from throughout the week, could be a TV, a movie, could be a podcast, let us know on the text line 0457 736 736. Give us a call as well, 1300 01 11 70. So, think about that. Any recommendations, do yourself a favour and check this out. Just before we get to the break on the mowers, news breaking on the cricket front, uh, Meg Lanning, the Australian captain, has been ruled out of the upcoming Ashes series. Elisa Healy to step in as captain. So, uh, she's been withdrawn Meg Lanning due to medical issues, which requires a bit of management from home. Uh, no specifics in and around the nature of those issues, but we wish Meg all the best. But that is a bitter blow to the women's team losing their captain on the eve of the Ashes. A break and back with more Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro.